Welcome back as we move on to episode three. This is going to be about telling Srinu's parents. Um, we left off on our last episode talking about how we began sharing the same address and how his parents came to know about us. But telling his parents, Srinu being able to um, actually answer that question as to if in fact he was living with an American girl in the U.S., that sparked months and months of phone calls from his mom after any particular function would have taken place in India that family or even his classmates were getting engaged or their marriages were taking place. It would prompt a phone call in the middle of the night um, by what would be my soon-to-be future mother-in-law. And these would be overwhelming phone calls because Srinu is a very quiet, gentle soul to begin with, but his mom would just call and she would start of course asking about how he is what he's doing you know typical mom questions did you eat dinner what did you eat today those types of things but it would quickly um, be followed up with um, why don't you come back home why don't you uh, come here you know this is just a, an infatuation that you're having right now once you come back here you'll you'll forget about her and we'll introduce you to nice girls and you can get married this became an ongoing conversation that almost happened every night and this went on for months and months and months if not literally a year where the phone call would start and sometimes this these calls would come in at like one two o'clock in the morning and I would would be with Srinu in bed and we would be sleeping and he would answer the phone of course because it's his mother and she would start weeping and crying and um, just pleading with him and I would feel so bad because even though I couldn't understand the language that they spoke it, I, I could understand the voice. I could understand the pain in her voice when she was, you know, trying to really sway him to just, just come home and visit and maybe meet some girls and, and, and see if, if he happened to like any of them in which they could move forward with Srinu's marriage. And he would constantly tell his mom that, you know, that wasn't what he wanted to do. And, you know, my, my heart would just break because as a mother, I could really understand her pain. And every night that this went on, it weighed heavy on my heart. And at one point, Srinu had been at work because he was working for a small startup company at the time. He was a subcontractor and he was working for the startup company in which uh, he, I would go take him lunch. I would, I would pack him lunch and go out there and we would have lunch together and then I would come back. And one day I had decided not to have lunch and I had packed up all my stuff. And I remember at that time I had a Mitsubishi Clips Spider uh, six speed and I was so excited about that car. I used to love to drive it. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm just going to pack that car up as much as I possibly can with whatever possessions I have here. And I was going to head back to the East Coast because I was on the West Coast with Srinu um, because he was on a short-term project there. And again, I had never left the tri-state area, let alone decide to go move to uh, California in the Fremont area to be with, with this man who um, we'd only been together for a year. So um, I followed him there and, and all these calls would follow from Reston to Fremont. And um, it, it just weighed heavy on me. And Srinu had happened to come home early that day. And he was asking me what I was doing. And I was like, I'm going to leave. And he said, did you ever think what that would do to me? And I just kind of thought, I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about, as a mother, what would I want this girl to do if that were my son? 
and I would want her to pack up her stuff and I would want her to leave. And so that's what I was doing, what I thought as a mother I would want if it was my child. And he very somberly looked at me and said that this was not his parents' choice, that it was his choice, that it was a life choice and that it was for him to make and not his parents to make. And it was at that moment that I was like, okay, okay. And I decided that we would follow our hearts and we would get married. And we were again still waiting for Srinu's blessings. And by this point, he had told his parents and his parents just didn't want to hear it. His dad stopped speaking to him entirely. And his mom was making regular phone calls, you know, in any attempt she could to save whatever she possibly could and bring her son home. And um, again, today, I understand that more than I could have ever possibly understood it at that time but Srinu and I we we waited and we kept waiting because Srinu truly believed his parents would give their blessing and based on my brother-in-law who was currently living in India with them at the time he also felt that if we just gave them a little bit of time and space that they would eventually come around and I was willing to do that I felt like out of my respect for Srinu and our relationship we needed to do that and there was to a certain point where I had just decided we've waited long enough. Um, cause I think Srinu would have waited forever if, if, if he had even thought for a moment, his parents would give that to him. And so I had came to his work one day on a Thursday and I just asked him, I said, do you want to marry me or not? And he said, of course I do. And I said, okay, we're going to go up and we're going to apply for a marriage license. And I spoke with a pastor, um, here in Fremont. And he said that on Sunday after church, if, um, we had attended one premarital meeting with him so that he could feel comfortable with it, he would be more than happy to marry us after church. And that was pretty much exactly how it happened. Um, we had been engaged for a while and I'll save that engagement story for a little later when, when I start hitting topics, I don't want to give everything away right now, but, um, it was quite interesting that we, we did. We in fact went and we eloped. We did get married in a Methodist church after church service with uh, two of Srinu's very best friends from India who he had gone to college with who had their own love marriage and we celebrated afterwards by going to Red Lobster and um, enjoying food. So that is really the story of how we came to become married. We, I was in a red beach dress at the time and Srinu was in a pair of slacks and a work shirt, like a button up. Um, and we got married. If you look back at our pictures and our video, which the other friend of his kind of had one video on his one eye and photo on the other eye. If you look back on it, it's kind of funny, uh, being a wedding photographer of big South Asian weddings to have to say, yeah, my wedding pictures were, were taken by, uh, one of Srinu's old classmates. He was shooting camera he, you know he was shooting uh pictures with his camera while at the same time a big old camcorder <laughs> and covering video so it's ironic how like everything comes back in circle 360 um based on the way that we got married and now we are both uh, full-time wedding photographers and with a niche in the south asian market it's it, it truly is one of those things that everything does make a full circle so again guys our next podcast is going to tell a little bit about 
um, why we decided to elope, how the elopement took place, um, and just some of the things around like what we were thinking when it happened. So if you guys, again, are interested in this, sounds like it's something that you guys feel that you could benefit from, just our experiences that we've learned along the way. I ask that you continue to follow our story. Again, we're going to follow this through to about episode 25, where I'm going to just cover all these little milestones so that you guys, once I start talking about things, you can really relate to like where that came in, why it came in, why we did it, and and all that, because it's really hard for us to just start talking about stuff and you to be able to relate with that when you don't even know our story. So again, I'm looking forward to really growing this this listener base, and I am excited to just grow not only you know as a um, podcaster, which that's funny to even say right now, but as a podcaster. But we have done other other various things, and I want to be able to share with people across the globe who are in these relationships. You know, I'm watching 90 Day Fiance. Good God, we'll hit that in another episode. But I just think to myself, if I could just have a moment alone with some of those people and explain to them things that they're not able to see right now, because it's impossible possible to see right now when you're in love with somebody. I could really save people a lot of heartache and guilt and, you know, pressure that you just don't know that you're going to be under because these types of relationships, every relationship is, is uniquely different, but these require just a certain amount of stress and pressure when you have people coming from very different cultures that, you know, some are more conservative than others. And you just, you know, we, especially as Americans, we're raised, we love our parents, but there's a certain amount of respect, especially in the South Asian culture that I don't know where that is derived from. I don't know, um, what fuels that, but it is a, it is a loyalty like no other. So I hope that you guys will stay tuned to hear more of what we have to share. You know, eventually Srinu will jump in here with me on this, but we want to get through like the meat of it and really explaining to you guys, uh, how we got here. So again, if you guys are interested, our next episode four is going to be that we eloped and it's going to be a little more on that. So again, I encourage you guys to subscribe, like, share, and of course, follow us everywhere. 